welcome to the Graveyard Shift, the weekly horror podcast where we take listener and guest-suggested movies and break them down into the good, the bad, and anything else we find fun and or relevant. My name is Mike, and I never worked the Graveyard Shift alone. Please welcome the guy who decided we're doing summer and winter as a theme because we're only a third into it, Rich. Hey, 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 kids! How's it going? You ready for another fun one this week? Well, I was, but I got this movie instead. <laughs> yeah, we did. Today's episode is, what are we doing here? Because we watched I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, unfortunately. <laughs> For our summer and winter tour. Yeah. The alternate title was Never Trust Radio Stations That Call You. Holy fuck. Oh, yeah. No, because you give them your phone number. Yeah, but so, we didn't see that part. Well, yeah, that's a good point, I guess. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So, this movie was directed by Danny Cannon, which sounds like a gay porn name, really, when you think about it. <laughs> Written by Trey Calloway, based on characters by Lois Duncan. No, it isn't. Produced by Neil H. Moritz, Eric Fig, Stokely Chafin, and William S. Beasley. With cinematography by Vernon Layton. You know, I'd, I'd rather Professor Layton than this. <laughs> Edited by Peck Pryor. That's not a real fucking name. Music by John Frizzell. Produced by Columbia Pictures, Mandalay Entertainment, and Estudios Churubusco. Distributed by Sony Pictures. Releasing, which I didn't know was a company. And released November 13th. 1998, for a movie that takes place on the 4th of July. Great, great job. <laughs> this has a runtime of 101 minutes, with a budget of $24 million and a box office of $84 million. Somehow, Which I, is I down I'll, a lot from the first one. Yeah, but I bet that 84 was still people that saw it the first time, just based on the movie, based on the... Well, these... Uh, these were people who didn't trust the reviews when they immediately came out and thought, "No, it's a summer, it's an I know what you did summer movie." Like the first like one, was the last so good. one was the it last had, one was like, "All right, I liked it." it I mean, it was the, no scream, but like, it, come on, it bro. has to be decent. It's got that Jennifer Love Hewitt chick in it, man. Let's go. Uh, starring Jennifer Love Hewitt, as you just said, as Julie James, Freddie Prince Jr. as Ray Bronson. Uh, Brandy as Carla Wilson, Mackay Pfeiffer as Tyrell Martin, Matthew Settle as Will Benson slash Willis, Jennifer Esposito as Nancy, Muse Watson as Ben Willis slash Fisherman, Bill Cobbs as Estes, Jeffrey Coombs as Mr. Brooks, Benjamin Brown as Derek the Dockhand. Ellering Harding as Olga, John Hawks as Dave, and uncredited was Jack Black as Titus Telesco. Oh my gosh, so amazing. He wanted to be uncredited, so he fucking knew what he was doing, but he did it anyway. So This cool. has a Rotten Tomato score of 7%. Holy shit, also, um, I was just going through it, the uh, boat shop owner... Uh, if you remember when, uh, Prince went to go, you know, save the day and he, uh, stole a boat or whatever, that guy, Mark Boone Jr., uh, he's in like a fuck ton of movies that I, like, I totally recognize. I didn't realize it was him until I went through Wikipedia. He's in Memento, 30 Days of Night, Batman Begins, Quick and the Dead. Like, he's in a fuck ton of like, like pretty high end movies. Who man. was he in Batman Begins? Uh, let me get back there. Let's see, 2014, 2017, 2007. Where is it? He was Batman Begins. He was Flass. Yeah. Flass. Oh, Flass. You, oh you mean like the, the Harvey Bullock wannabe? I don't know. The, the, shitty, don't know. the shitty cop that worked for Gordon? The corrupt cop? He was in Memento in a, in a pretty big role. Never saw anyway. that movie. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> or maybe you didn't forgot it. Nah. I I actually so, recognize this guy mostly from TV, but I'm just saying like he's he's been in a fuck ton of stuff. It's pretty like I love that about these 
these older um, like 90s slasher films because you get your top bill cast of like Brandy and, you know, Mackay Pfeiffer and like whatever, whatever. And you're like, oh, this is kind of fun. Like these people are like, you know, a couple of them are still big, a couple of them maybe not so much. And, you know, like maybe they're doing background things or whatever, but just to see how their careers have gone and to look back on it. But then you look at all the other people that were in the movie that like you didn't, didn't know who they were at the time, but now you're like, holy fuck, that's the Star Trek dude. You know what I mean? You're talking about Jeffrey Combs, right? The guy that played Wayun? Mm-hmm. Also, he was um, the green motherfucker in Enterprise as well. Green? Yeah, the green guy with the, the ear. Blue guy. Blue guy? Green guy. Tope? Teal. Teal. Yeah. That way I win both ways. <laughs> the blue alien, yes. He's the main the main alien. Anyway, whatever. Um, that's just what I mean, though, is like you just see these people that you, and you didn't know who they were at the time because they were nobody. But then now 20 some odd years later, yeah. you're like, holy fuck, like that guy was in this. Like I've seen it like I loved it when they killed him off in CSI, you know, like whatever. Right. Like blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jeffrey Combs has been in much better movies on this show. Oh, Jeffrey Combs has been in better anything. Uh, <laughs> so trivia, because Rich said you got to do some fucking trivia. So, while the film is set in the Bahamas, it was actually shot at El Tequan Marina Resort, Costa Alegre, Angelisco, Mexico, Los Angeles, California, and the Sony Picture Studio in Culver City, California. Yeah, that makes sense. And while the film received highly negative reviews from critics criticizing the plot, acting, editing, lack of originality... (laughs) The film holds a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, so why the fuck did I get a 7 Probably because I got that off Wikipedia and not directly from. I think it says seven on Plex, too. Oh, that's where I. Yeah, because it said seven on Plex's RT score. Yeah. But according to IMDb, it has a zero. So some, some fuckers bumped it up probably just for fun. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's a zero per se. But. Scott Weinberg of DVD Talk called it a 12th generation knockoff that leeches off a flaccid concept that was already withered and whiskered the first time and the first and second time around. This is the second time around. What yeah, I think he from? might. Is that guy maybe talking about the next one? He described the directing, Spoilers. editing, script acting as predictable and uninteresting, ultimately summarizing the film as not so much outrageously awful as it is deadly dry and dishwater dull. Wow. And due to the negative critical reception of the film upon its release, Freddie Prinze Jr. admits he has never seen the film because of its reputation. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. I thought he would never see the movie because he was in it and knew that it fucking sucked. Apparently, he had yeah, to be really. told it fucking sucked. Oh my gosh. Makes me lose respect for his intelligence at that point. It's like, wait a second. Maybe this movie that I spent a couple of months on was bad. Never thinking like, you know, the script might be the first indication. The character of Carlo Wilson was originally intended to be a white girl until Brandy auditioned and won the role. Wow. Mackay Pfeiffer appeared as the boy in the Brandy song, The Boy Is Mine. Which she oh. did as a duet with Monica the same year. Wait, 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 whoa, whoa. Who did as a duet? I just said who they were. Brandy, Brandy did a duet with Monica? Yeah. Who the fuck? Why does Monica sound familiar? I don't remember Monica. Um, I love Mackay I like see Mackay Pfeiffer in this. It was so cool to see him so young and like, I don't know. I thought he was one of the better actors in the film, as crappy as the acting in general was. Um, you know, he, he was less crappy. Well, Freddie Prince was a good actor. I mean, it, I mean, he was probably a friggin' better actor in Wing Commander than he was in this movie. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you know who was asked to direct this movie originally? Um, Peter Jackson. Caron. Oh, I thought I was going to say Alfonso Caron. Is that like a commercial director? No, he does like uh, fantasy sci-fi movies and stuff. No, Peter Jackson. So anyway... Oh. Last time I ask you anything. This film was going to be the last time Jennifer Love Hewitt appeared in a horror film not wanting to be typecast as a scream queen. I thought she would not want to be typecast as a fucking terrible actress. Yep. Tyrell's character was originally scripted as a Latino named Celso. 
And Brandy was terrified of Muse Watson when he first arrived on the set of the first day of filming. So Jennifer Love Hewitt ran up to him and said, Brandy's like falling apart, shaking because she knows she's going to have to meet you. And he said, where is she, love? Hewitt said, she's over in the cafeteria. So he walked over to the cafeteria accompanied by Hewitt. And Brandy was sitting at the table with eight other girls in a booth, so there was no way she could get out. And as Muse walked in the door, she saw who he was, and she got to screaming and trying to get across the other people. He was able to calm her down and assure her there was nothing to be afraid of. Intriguing. Also, um, this guy, Muse Watson, was on NCIS for like a fucking a bunch, apparently. A bunch of shit. Interesting. It's like somehow... She forgot that acting is that movies are not documentaries. And yeah, they're she, not real. Yeah, and she thought, oh, this. Everybody brought an actual serial killer on set for us to fill him with. Yeah. Oh, FYI, that um, uh, Mark Boone Jr. guy that I was talking about before, he was in The Mandalorian. Uh, Raznar, Ranzar Malk, Chapter 6, The Prisoner. So that was kind of cool. I think he was the dude on the planet with the animal thing. Remember? That, that describes almost anybody on Star Dro- in Star Wars. In Star Droid? So, in Star Droids. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. And, All right. In the well. movie, Will says his last name is Benson. You know, Ben's son. So if you take both last names, Willis and Benson, it's Will is Ben's son. Foreshadowing. That's the so, genius of this fucking movie. Yeah, and can you tell that it's not written or directed by the same people that did the first film? <laughs> really? But it seemed to copy everything beat for beat. Like, they were just... Yeah. Com- Anyways, uh, Tyrell's death is foreshadowed early on when they get to the island. During the scene where the impatient and quick to provoke Tyrell ends up getting into an unpleasant exchange with Mr. Brooks... Mr. Brooks replies to uh, Tyrell's sarcastic quote with, it will outlive you, I'm sure. Yeah, that was so great. I was just like, ooh. Yep. And they failed at setting up Mr. Brooks as a possible red herring. So now we Well, I don't know. I thought maybe, like, my wife and I were kind of like, ooh, maybe it's him. (laughs) I think that's the only reason they got Jeffrey Coombs, because they want someone who looks like, yeah, he could definitely be the killer. Yeah, that's except true. there's very few movies where Jeffrey Combs actually is the killer. <laughs> He's just the guy who looks like the killer because he talks with a sinister tone. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love him so much. He's so great. He's a fucking treasure. Yeah. So let's get on with the goods, and we start with me. Um, my first good is when she's lovingly stroking Heather's picture. And it made me wonder if the crowd that fondled her was doing the same thing at that moment. Just, you know, thinking morosely to themselves. You never know when it's the last time you get to molest a beauty queen. Life can be so, so short. You're talking about the, like, right at the beginning when she's, like, looking at the picture of Sarah Michelle Geller. No, the three other times in the movie when she's looking at a picture of Sarah Michelle Geller. I, I, I missed those. When? Because they don't exist, you fucking dumb hug. Oh, okay. So, anyway. Um, yeah, so my wife and I noticed that, but like we were kind of thinking that that picture and the timeline of her, like her, like it just didn't seem right because like, wasn't she wearing something else when she was in the parade? You'd expect me to be paying that much attention. (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Okay. Um, besides that wasn't a picture from the parade. It's, I thought there was a picture from the, her, uh, her little event. You know, I thought that was the parade. The, no, at the titular. No, the parade was outside. Tit. <laughs> the parade was she was on a float. This was her on a stage. So this was her winning the event in the original summer. Well, that. Well, my first good is the intro creepiness with sound bites from the last movie to get you caught up. Ooh. In case you can't tell, a lot of these goods are going to be very slight. Yeah. What's your next good? My next good is Will can't fly and Tyrell can't sail. Because Will is freaking out on the plane and Tyrell's like, man, you need to fucking learn how to travel. 
And then we immediately cut to him barfing over the side of a boat. Now, this time, Will is the one that's keeping his composure. That's a, Yeah, that was actually really good. I, I did not write that down, but that was quite funny, yes. Um, my next good is the when she wakes up from the dream, which I was, like, almost convinced that it was actually happening. I was like, holy shit, like, what are they going to do for the rest of the movie? <laughs> like, it actually kind of got me, like, that dream sequence right at the beginning. But well, when she wakes up screaming in class, like, like... If they like, did, it would literally have been nice... like she's about to get murdered. Oh my god! If they did, it would have been a nice allusion to other horror movies where the original person did get killed, like J- uh, Nightmare uh, Friday, the Thirteenth Part Two. It began with the death of the uh, survivor from Part One. Oh, and there you uh, go. that's kind of cool. And less cool was uh, one of the last Halloween movies where. Uh, the one with uh, fucking uh, no, not DMX. God damn it! Um, not your rule. No, uh, who's the guy that did Dangerous? Ludicrous? No, fucking Dangerous. What's Dangerous? We this is Dangerous. You should have a healthy fear of us. My flip mode squad. Buster Rhymes. So oh. that guy. Yeah, I love how you just said to say flip mode, and you just knew it right away. That was amazing. So flip mode fucker in that movie, it, like, he's the protagonist oh, yeah, because it movie. begins with uh, Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis, the star of all previous Halloween movies, good ones anyway, getting killed. So some horror movies do begin or could begin with the original survivor getting killed. True enough. Is it, is it my turn for a good now? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's me. Uh, my next good is Derek with the Jeff Fakin accent. That made me oh, laugh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Where did I have that? I had that as somewhere. I think I might have had that under the what the fucks because um, it doesn't hold up well. But, yeah, that that, that popped me. <laughs> yeah, he's um, showing up. Welcome to the island. I'll be your friend, Derek. I'm going to help you all the time. Hey, need Titus, you man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I gotta keep this accent on. <laughs> yeah, and he's so like, great. "Why are you talking like that? Shut the fuck up, man! It sells." Uh, so my next good is uh, no more bangs for Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, they they have gotten rid of her bangs, and that is a very good thing. She had bangs. Yeah, in the first film, she had bangs, and it looked terrible because bangs. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think my wife said maybe bangs are back in or something. I was just possibly, but like. Okay, well, uh, your next good. My next good is Jeffrey Combs as the desk clerk. He's fucking great for what little time we see him as. He steals the scene and it just shows what happens when you get an actual horror actor in a horror movie. If only for a fleeting moment, you see something that's actually foreboding, intimidating, fills the scene with atmosphere. You get to see presence. For a fleeting scene. I agree. And also, I totally popped when I saw him. I was just like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, gotta change my undies. Uh, my next good was, uh, yep, Jack Black. I oh rocketed way Jack past Black. getting hard. <laughs> uh, Titus Titus is probably my favorite character in this whole movie. For He's the best person on the Possibly obvious, obvious reasons. Um <laughs> But I love Jack Black. I, I I cannot get enough of Jack Black. I he's great. Didn't know he was in a horror movie. This is amazing. It's pretty fun. Yeah. And like hit the yeah. I, I don't know. I think I might have it. Hold on. Do I have him later? Uh, I don't think I have it later. Okay. So like yeah, him getting killed was like awesome, even though it was terrible. But like it was so awesome the way he he eventually died. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, he's just, okay, bro. It's totally cool. It's totally cool, bro. No, don't do that, bro. That would totally not be cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so amazing. Uh, my next good is I am crushing on that fucking bartender. Salty attitude and fast with the rum. Yes, please. Yeah, she she got a little bit of Latina in her, didn't she? I'm guessing or something. Yeah, Jennifer Esposito. Yeah, that that, that sounds Latino to me. She can get a little Irish in her. Anyways, oh what's your next good? Uh, my next good is uh, getting far away from you. 
Uh, my next good is we didn't get dressed up for uh, nothing. Wait, you're dressed up? <laughs> when Mackay, Pfeiffer, and uh, Freddie Prince Jr. go into the bar and it's completely empty uh, and they're ready to party and have a good time and there's no one there. That was just so amazing. She, the bartender's like, oh, hey. That wasn't Freddie in. Prince. Sorry, yes, my bad. Mackay and uh, Matthew Stillwell or whatever. Tyrell and Will. Matthew uh, Stillborn, because his performance was dead. Yeah, really. Uh, it was it was pretty uh, pretty hilarious. I loved that. She was all like, you're dressed up? You call that dressed up? Like, what? <laughs> That's great. My next good is a possible fake jump scare was about to be a bad because it was so fucking obvious, but then, bam, body drops out of the closet. I don't know how you stuff a body above a closet because, you know, there's a, a ceiling. Mm-hmm. But it fired for a fact. My, uh, my wife it. thanked me for not screaming that time. <laughs> I, I screamed in the last movie when the, the jump scare happened. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and uh, I did not this time, which she was very happy about. <laughs> I don't have any more goods. I'm done. All right, blasting through my goods. Uh, Will accurately describes climate change. He's fucking annoying, but in that moment, he was a prophet. (laughs) And I'm not going to lie, Jenny Love H getting a close-up and the camera panning for her uh, tanning bed scene was a small reward for enduring this fucking movie. Small comforts come in large packages. (laughs) And speaking of the tanning bed... Uh, my, I loved when the fisherman just walked up and he's like, let's set this tanning bed to Rachel Dole's all then. Yeah, but see, like, um, okay, n- never mind. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. Go. You Next. know, you know who Rachel Dole's all is, right? No. She's the lady who pretended to be black. Oh, okay. Ran uh-huh, a chapter funny. of the NAACP. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, I get it now. Uh. They do reveal the capital of Brazil, so there's that. I was going to put that as a bat originally, because I'm like, it's not Rio. But then they eventually be like, nope. I totally thought when they said Rio, because I actually said Rio. I was like, it's got to be Rio, right? (laughs) I did not know uh, what it actually was. So Yeah, and then Ray saved the day, despite being a total fuck up. Yeah, really. Angry. And uh, at least people are dressing seasonably appropriate in this movie and not wearing fucking sweaters in June, July. <laughs> so now we get on with the bads. We haven't even hit the 25 minute mark and we've been padding this. So let's get on with the bads. Rich, draw first blood. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, he killed my friends and almost me. Um, and cause she said, uh, he, uh, that, uh, he killed her two best friends or something. And I was like, but what about fucking Max, bitch? Like, nobody ever thinks about Max. Like, no. Max was the best fucking part. Yeah. Max was a fucking innocent bystander. He, he got just, no respect yep. in, in, at the party. He got no fucking treated like a shithead when he was trying to like be like, hey, is everyone okay? When they're pulled over on the side of the road. Then a year later, he gets indisposed in the fucking fish. Pl- yeah. No justice. Hashtag justice for Max. <laughs> what's my your, what, what's my first bad? bad is the shower scene that at the end of the first movie was a fucking dream. Cop out. Really? Yes, you remember how the first movie ended with a yeah. fucking sh- with like her in the shower, yeah, and then the guy like breaks through it, and we yeah. just think, oh, the, the, this this next movie has to begin with her like fighting for her life and scrambling out of the shower, possibly you know naked, even if you're not going to show the full goodies, at least like you know some three quarter perspective where you barely get some side nipple as she's running and you get to see some cheek, but no, no cakes, no nothing. The shower scene was a fucking dream. Instead, she's in a confessional cop out it's like oh it's that same dream where you were in the shower it's like fuck you (laughs) wow mike tell us how you really feel (laughs) you know the only one that can get away with talking about a dream is like fucking biggie when he used to read word up magazine oh gosh 
All right. My next bad is um, more close-ups. I was not a fan of all the close-ups. They was too close. They needed to back off a little bit. <laughs> too many close-ups in this movie. Way too many. They got way too close too many times. Stop that. Yeah. My next one is Ray is fucking stupid. He's got better chemistry with his friend than he does with Jenny Decups. <laughs> but that's because we he's never with her. When they're together, they're like Prince Charming and Pr- Princess Charming. <laughs> 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 All right, my next bat is um, let's walk towards the murderer that tried to kill me. Like, I just, I, it, it doesn't make any sense. Every time somebody sees, like, oh, was that, oh, my God, did you see that? That was the murderer across the room behind all those people. Let me go double check if that was the murderer. Like, how about you go the opposite way? <laughs> yeah, you sp- if, you saw, if you spot a fisherman in a nightclub, instead of walking towards him thinking, like, yeah, well, I'm being disoriented by the strobe light, let him, like, fucking sneak up and stab me. No, get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. Also, remember the 90s when women could ask a guy to order their drinks at a club and, you know, trust him? Um, I don't know about trust him, but yeah. I mean, or yeah. At least when they were falling for it. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that I'll get you your drinks. Sure. How about you look in the other direction and just ignore any plunking and fizzing sounds? <laughs> um, my next bad is... um. Putting shoes in the fucking dryer, because who does that? That someone cannot who, be good for your shoes. Someone who wants dry shoes? Oh, that's that's not what you do with them. You put them over top of your radiators. If you have a radiator. In front of a fan. You don't put it in the fucking dryer, and if you do, you use an attachment so that they're not being tossed around, and they're just sitting in the middle of the dryer. Anyways, my next bet is... Jack trying to be black. In less than 30 minutes, we have two hate crimes. And all I'm thinking is the whites are at it again. Bad, honky, bad. No more cultural appropriation for you. Because <laughs> um, we see a white... Ch- oh, fuck. The first one, we get to see in the, in the beginning when she wakes up from the dream. In the background, we see a white chick with cornrows. No. And then Jack Black shows up with fucking dreads. No. Yep. Definitely. Uh, My next bad is no radio station ever has their shit together enough to have you leave the next day after winning a contest. Oh, yeah. We got some fucking questions about that. Let alone even getting a CD. You know what I mean? Like, I've I've won a couple of things, you know? Like, I know a couple of people that have won some stuff, you know, family members, mother-in-law, father-in-law, my wife, you know what I mean? Like, CDs, T-shirts, fucking, you know, gift cards, whatever. And it always takes, like, a week to be able to get it. Like, two, three days minimum. You know what I mean? But, like, I know somebody that actually won a getaway to Jamaica um, from a radio station, personally. Uh, and uh, I think... It took them, like, they were going back and forth for, like, a week or something like that over when it was going to be and how and all that. And then uh, they went and picked up the tickets a couple weeks later, and they didn't leave for, like, a month or something like that. Like, two months, I, I think. It was it was a little while. Yeah, that should have been the first giveaway. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, clue. Uh, Jenny Love Hewitt singing, I Will Survive. You know, I don't want to see fire where there's no smoke but given that we saw two hate crimes within 30 minutes i'd say there's precedent to support this as a strike three as for crimes against black people like this movie should come with an advisory warning from the naacp with with a sticker on the box saying like this movie contains multiple scenes of white people crossing the fucking line (laughs) yeah pretty much eh um my next bad is uh Brandy is a terrible fucking friend uh, throughout this entire movie. She's just uh, a, just a terrible, terrible friend. She's a bitch. She's just so many things. Just, a shitty friend to her buddy and a shitty fuck buddy to her boo. Yes. Oh, she is just shitty all around. She's just shitty. 
Yeah. She's a fucking terrible character. Just awful yeah. to everyone. Oh my gosh, terrible. Hey, you should cheat on your you should cheat on your busy boyfriend with this with this milk toast dipshit who I invited on the trip just to continue just to turn this into your personal temptation island. Cause why work through relationship struggles when you can just fuck someone who who isn't currently annoying you? Uh, my next bad. So now the old man knows how to use a fucking karaoke machine? Or somehow swap an intimidating message in while the song is playing? Hmm. Yeah. I would, I would, yeah. I would count that as a, as a definite bad. Hardcore bad. Definitely, definitely bad. Okay, Rain Man, what's your next good? Bad. <laughs> My next bad. Bad, definitely bad. <laughs> My T- next time bad, for bad is. <laughs> of course. Brandy has to fucking sing. No, Wait, she didn't. What? <laughs> now love is singing? Exactly. Wait, oh, man. didn't she have a singing career? And yes, American actress and singer Jennifer Love Hewitt has recorded songs for four studio albums, as well as a number of soundtracks and other projects. Hewitt's first rose to prominence in the entertainment industry for acting in television commercials and the uh, children's television series Kids Incorporated. She has many different um, uh, songs out there. Uh, most of which are like love songs, I guess, and like kind of like because uh, that's her uh, name, huh? Yeah, I guess. Anyway, uh, I I totally forgot that she tried to be a singer um, for a little while. Man. As did as did like a lot of the actresses back then. Like even uh, well, what was that? Uh, Lindsay Lohan with that rumors song. Rumors, rumors, rumors. It was actually really catchy though. Uh, what's your next bad? Oh, man, you're just fucking making me remember, like, Brandy's in this movie, and yet she's not the one on karaoke. What the? Like, did they even know how to fucking use talent? Of course not. They made this movie. No, they didn't even get uh, Ray J to be the DJ. Like, what the fuck? Uh, my next bad uh, gives the nice guy act. Yeah, Will gives her the nice guy act, but then leaves to clean up the vase he dropped. Dick. Yeah. Uh, my next bad is um, why the fuck is the killer killing all of these other people when it's just Prince and love that he wants? It just it pissed me off. Like the, nobody else has anything to do with anything. They're just murdering people for no reason. Like the the killer didn't have enough motivation in my view in this film no uh written in to be to to be murdering all these other people when he just wanted love and fucking um prince oh yeah it, it, it didn't make enough sense that's a future bad how fucking dare you kill jeffrey coombs and off screen no less oh yeah i don't even remember seeing his body no, they, they open up the, the room. He's there with a fucking lawnmower blade stuck in his oh, skull. yeah. Like in the in the, uh, the makeshift... Um, his office. Uh, mortuary or whatever. No, it was his office. The radio oh. behind him is smashed. And oh, the words okay. like, I still know... Uh, I might have been right. I might have been typing. I might have been typing. Anyway, uh, your next bad. No, my next bad? No. no. Your next bad. My next bad. Uh, you can't fucking slash with a hook. Its oh design is to pierce, catch, and hold. Kind of like hooking is somehow in the name to describe its main feature. It does not glide or slice. It is a fucking hook. My wife uh, was very pissed off about the that hook for the past two movies, actually. Just the whole time being like, you can't fucking carry somebody like that. That's so stupid. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. She doesn't actually sound like that. Yeah, you make your wife sound really dumb. <laughs> like You're doing so like a bad it's, job it's, representing your wife. You're a bad <laughs> husband. I always say I always uh say it like she's fucking like Marge on a plane, like, you know, let me off, let me off, let me off, let me off. We're like, Don't do that. Don't do that. I think I left the lint trap full of someone broke into our house and did laundry, I could start a fire. Yeah, I'm 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 a, I'm a terrible person. What's uh, your next bad? Uh, that was my bad. Oh, okay. I mean, your bad was your description of your wife, but that doesn't count. Fair enough. Uh, my next bad is no way that the killer has enough time to clean up these bodies. 
like with the specifically the one in the uh we could go back to the trunk in the last movie but this time the body that fell in the closet and then she goes screaming brings everybody back and then like there's nobody there so unless that took her like an hour to go around and find her three friends plus Jeffrey Coombs yeah. and bring them back to her room there's no way that that, kill, that that there would be no blood there's no evidence whatsoever this guy's better at moving bodies than fucking Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid or or Hitman. Like this guy just fucking disappears bodies better than they do. Yeah, exactly, right? So it was, uh, ridiculous. Your uh, next bad. My next bad. Will needs to get deported and have his bro card revoked. You know, let Tyrell fucking mack on his boo. Go for a walk and get killed by the fisherman. Oh, wait, he's not because we find out why. But... You know, when Tyrell's trying to score with Brandy in the tub and have, like, sex in that weird soup that everyone else is fucking fucked in, then, you know, Will just shows up and just basically stares at them like, like, fuck your romance, bro. <laughs> I'm Rick James, bitch. Yeah, that was that was pretty hilariously bad. Um, my next bad is, uh, her keeping the headphone cords over her body for a fun tan line design. <laughs> Nobody does that. And you know, it's if you're going to do it intentionally, at least like put like a nice butterfly over the cleavage or something. Like a nice stencil that you can put on your chest. And then when you come out, you're like, ah, oh, look at this. I need more reason to look at my titties. That was super in in the in the the mid to late '90s and the early 2000s with the, especially like the uh, the little Playboy bunny and uh, and what the, the butterfly yeah those are like the two big things that like totally like all the time I remember that being a thing not that I ever saw anybody with it but I remember um, definitely being a thing in pop culture that like yeah. you know I remember people talking about it and seeing it in different movies and stuff. My like next that, bad so. is. Ty, shut the fuck up. Don't you dare name drop Freddy and Jason in this movie. Don't don't mention movies I'd rather be watching. Did he? Yep. Missed it. Was probably typing. <laughs> yeah, you were probably typing and your busy fingers stopped your ears from hearing the reference, but okay. Yeah, exactly. So, your next man. I also don't get as many references as you because I don't like I haven't seen the whole Jason series, you know, like I haven't seen the whole Freddy series since I was like, I don't know, nine years old or something. No, like, but you are aware of their characters and that's as far as his reference went. It's not okay, like he well, was name dropping uh, optional characters or like, oh, what no, did he, he say? Roy Burns. What the fuck did he say? He said, uh, you got to He was saying something and <laughs> it was like, hey, you got to knock it off with this Freddy or Jason shit. Ah, OK. I think it was yeah. when Love was having her freak out. So. Yeah, 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 now I remember. No, I do remember that now. Yeah, okay. My next bad is, again, um, the tanning bed scene. Uh, turning, oh, that's uh, my next tanning, bad. <laughs> turning a tanning bed up, quote unquote, doesn't do anything about the heat. Just how long you're going to be in there. <laughs> I know. It's like somehow a manufacturer. Or just how long it, it stays on for. The I manufacturer of the bed would be like, so we are going to have like these ultra high... Like, we're going to have these settings which are make it comparable to a microwave, right? Yeah. For, like For, for human for human occupants. It's like, so no, no, no. The, the human setting is for, like, the first third. The next two phases are when you want to use the tanning bed to, like, cook, like, 40 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Have you ever done a tanning bed or a spray tan or anything? I've never fucking cared. But yeah, no, I didn't do I mean, that. if I want to tan, I just go outside because we do have summer in Canada. Yeah, oh yeah, I never wear sunscreen either, which is probably going to catch up with me, but uh, yeah, fair enough. My next bad, no, no your next my bad. my next bad is also the fucking <laughs> tanning bed, but for different reasons. Okay, what uh, reasons? All they had to do to stop the, the problem was unplug it. And oh, then, yes, and then, oh my gosh, I know. And it then, wasn't even a problem. And then cut the zip tie that was holding the, the lid down. Instead... No, that's it, my next bad. No, here's the fuck, here's the... <laughs> Oh, God. You're stealing my bad. As if this bad wasn't fucking bad enough with them, like, not doing the right thing. Then they do the absolute wrong thing. This thing is, like, reached, like, fucking sizzling temperatures. Like, again, this is like a, like an indoor hibachi. 
right yep. now. It, it's yeah, cooking her apparently. alive. So instead, they decide to smash the lid so hot glass will fall on her already burnt skin. I fucking hate everybody in this movie. Behind the camera and in front of it. And it's like, okay, so so uh, I'm going to just go really quick with my next bad and then okay. we're just going to keep because it's together. Anyway, uh, why is she yelling so fucking much to get out of the bed when her friends are already there and fixing the problem and there's not a heat issue because it's a tanning bed, not a microwave? I would, okay. not, I would not describe it as helping when they're raining glass on her body. It's true, but I mean, like before they before they were even doing that, she was like screaming, like "What? Can we out? Can we out? Can we out?" Oh, she was going nuts. Here's a bad um, that I didn't but, even write down, but I have to. I, you just made me think of it. Yeah. If it was cooking her so fucking bad, where's her burn marks for the rest yeah. of the movie? Yeah, there aren't. I mean, any. like I guess we're supposed to think that it's just mental or whatever, right? But like it, it, it was just so dumb, right? Because like you could have taken any, um anything like it's just a twist tie right like twist ties are easy to break you just have to stick something through it and then twist you know what i mean it doesn't even have to be sharp you just have to stick something through it and twist it whether that be like i, I don't know like a, a a bat or a fucking like just something you're gonna I, i'm trying so hard not to let you make the joke but like something long and slender will dick <laughs> see i knew you're gonna fucking say something stupid well you said small I said long and slender. Anyway. It doesn't have to be long. You just have to get it in. You just have to. Well, get it's got to be like. It's got to be like. I don't know. A couple of a couple of inches. Oh my god. What's your next bad? I, 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 it would have been hilarious if she did come out all sizzled, and like brand and like, and she starts to like go from like tomato red to you know to black to brown, and then Brandy's like looking at her for the rest of the movie. Like, you better. Are you trying to fucking appropriate me? <laughs> Never saying it, but just giving that look. So you're like, you know what she's thinking. No, if she had sure. the ability to convey emotions with her eyes like a fucking actress, which nobody in this she movie doesn't. is. No, she she doesn't. Uh, my next bad is I was on Tyrell's side through most of this movie because he's just trying to undress Brandy. And I feel that. But then he finally knows there's a killer on the island and blames the local Dick Halloran instead of just listening to the one person who has a history with this serial killer and taking oh, her yeah. word for it. Yeah, no, he's a complete douche. He decides let's her let's harass a local old man and knock his shit around. This is too fucking stupid and contrived writing for any human. This fucking fool can't even bleed real blood. Yep, agree. My next bad is uh, Star Trek guy isn't the killer or in cahoots with him. Next. <laughs> My next bad really is Brandy walking on the glass panes of the uh, the greenhouse instead of the metal frame. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was really dumb. Yeah, I mean, like, no matter what, even if you're you're walking up, like, because, like, that's definitely not the strongest structure in the world, right? Like, you can kind of tell, right? Yeah, but, but the metal the would time, be stronger. Stronger, for sure. And, like, you, you'd think that that would be much smarter, especially given that, like, two seconds ago... Uh, they were running through a rafter where the girl was like, oh, only walk on the fucking beams. So it should have already been in your head to like walk on beams, not on, you know, like in between them. Yeah, you um, already programmed but, to do that just in the last fucking scene when you're in the attic. Even if she did, um, I mean, that scene probably still would have wound up the same way because it was raining. And she was probably heavier than those things could have supported anyway. So the only way yeah, but in that situation that she... Yeah, but they're attached to each other, she... so it would crumble rather than, like, shatter. With each it's glass true. pane, it would shatter, and the square, you'd fall through it. But with she the metal, would still be hurt. if it starts to bend, you would, like, it would still be yeah, attached to other metal. but then the glass would still shatter. Eventually. Yeah, but you could at least grab onto the metal as it's falling, and then, like, monkey bar your way down, but no. Mm, possibly. Anyway, either way, you're still hurt. She didn't even have the decency to die and held on glass. If she, like, the only way out of that situation would have been to, like, basically get on all fours and scoot around and spread your body weight out, right? You know, Um, getting your tits pressed down on the glass for a nice upward camera shot. And, like, her glistening body as the rain is falling on her ass up in the air. Of course she has to have her shirt ripped open, too, right? Yeah, if you're going to have Brandy in the movie, at least, like, you know, make her do, like, some fucking Rihanna shit in the rain. 
so my next bad is why only cut uh, him a tiny bit on his arm instead of fucking stab him on his arm. She has a knife. She uh, cuts uh, Will just the tiniest little bit on his arm. And then she like holds the knife up in the air and basically just hands it over to him. But like, why the fuck didn't she like stab his arm or some shit? If you have the knife, yeah, just stab, stab his fucking arm. Yes, not slice him in the arm. Fuck. Just, but even if you're just still going to go for the arm, why not like more of an attack? Like that was just such a pansy. Like she barely, that was a fucking paper cut. Like, what oh. the fuck was that? Guy's trying to kill you. So stupid. Next. Yeah, what are you trying to do? Give him a fucking infection? Yeah, exactly. Uh, damn it, Estes. Why didn't your magic voodoo save you? He's he's giving protection charms for all the people on the island, which, you know, all but two don't work. He doesn't protect himself. He doesn't have any of his visions and shit. Like, he knew who Will was, but he gets fucking killed by him anyway. Like... You get the hot bartender killed just by fucking collapsing on her. Like, fuck you, you fucking dickheaded character. Nobody is safe in this movie from being awful. Yep, yep. Uh, my next bad is um, going thousands of miles across the globe and not checking if your gun is loaded or not. Or loaded properly. Or it was. It just somehow, I guess, guns don't work in the rain. Except then they do. Misfire. I believe is the word you're looking for. But still, it just seemed like in the moment before I saw that it shot again after, um, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, because I was like, I was sitting there with, with my wife and I was like, he's definitely not like, there's going to be something wrong with the gun. Like, it's not going to end here, right? Yeah. And of course there was. And I was like, yep, of course, because he's a moron. And the guy at the shop fucked him over because he didn't want him to go down this route and he didn't give him real bullets or something. You know what I mean? So that was kind of my thought process for, you know, the next like minute and a half to two minutes. What's that your would next be, bad? That'd be great if we had a fucking flashback where the guy's just like, listen, kid, I know you're buying a gun in anger, but I'm going to save you from doing something you'll regret. And then he puts like blanks in the chamber instead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, here's my final bad. Another dream ending? Fuck no. They had a body filled with bullets this time. He is fucking dead. Also... A bathroom would not lock from the outside. That's fucking dumb. As dumb as this movie. Yep. Um, also, a nine-shot revolver is really fucking stupid. Uh, because the one uh, fake shot, and then Jennifer Love Hewitt takes eight shots at him. Which, again, and I will reiterate, I don't have it on here, but my next bad would have been... Like, motherfucker was dead, man. I guess he could have been wearing, like, a, 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 a vest. A vest? Because she only technically shot him in the torso that I saw, but like fuck me, like he was in the he was in the dirt, pretty like the mud, pretty oh. deep. And then she's standing over was, him, uh, click, 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 click. But like he probably would have drowned. You know what I mean? Like how it can't be that easy to yeah. get out of there, right? You and know, he's like, definitely dead because we see like the coast guard show up on the island, so. She, someone would definitely be there to say either somehow, oh, he escaped, or, yep, we definitely have a body here. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you, they, you they fucking know. know by the time you get off that island. Yeah, exactly. That's, yes, agreed. Really stupid. What the fucks? Yep. Unless you got more bads. Oh, I got some what the fucks. Oh, I got some what the fucks. Okay, good. I my, don't have any more bads. My first what the fuck is, how did Will get the hotel to sign on with this radio deal if it was a fucking scam? Yeah. Well, he paid for it all, I guess. No, because the the, uh, the guy says like, "Oh, you're the contest winners." So, the hotel just fucking signed on and the hotel's just like, "Okay." No, it's not a matter of signing on. The radio station pays for it. So, all he would have to do would be pay for it, but just call as the radio station. Yeah, but it's not there's that far, fucking especially back in the 90s. Paperwork. So. There's yeah, a is there? Not really, dude. It's fucking 90s, man. Yeah, but you it's get not a, like you a have fucking, to fucking do... You get an account. I mean... No, you, can is... just, you just send money. You, wire, you can wire an account from any bank account, right? Or wire the money. Like a wire transfer back in the day, like Western Union or whatever. Credit yeah, card, you know what I mean? Yeah, but when you get money from a radio station, it do, you don't get paid by the fucking DJ. You don't get a yeah, person. They... You get like a company on the invoice. Eh. What do they care? It's the It's the dead season. They don't give a fuck. Jeffrey Coombs is far Coombs is far from a caring motherfucker, if I remember the movie correctly. 
Just saying. Um, I wonder how much she had to pay the landlord to ana- to allow a third uh, deadbolt installation. <laughs> Because I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What kind of rental lets you put all those extra locks on, Mrs. Come on now. Also, what's if you're getting if you're so insistent on that much security, uh, how come there wouldn't be bars on the window? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Speaking of security, hurry up. Go with your next what the fuck so I can get back to mine because it's also security based. Okay, here's my big here's my big final what the fuck. Final? Oh my god, I've got like twenty. <laughs> oh, go ahead. oh, this is gonna be fun for you. So my final one. <laughs> The fisherman's hiding spot in the kitchen makes no fucking sense. Was he hiding inside the hood over the grill? <laughs> was he just was he lying on top of some fluorescent lights that were hanging? <laughs> but also, his hook goes straight through Ty's neck like a fucking spear. Then yeah. it's curved up without any bending of his arm. Like for his for the hook to go that far up, his arm would have to go from like. Over his shoulder to to, yeah. un, to just above his ass. Yeah, that is yeah. not how hooks work. Yeah, it can really only move stupid. like that if it's a T one thousand. And the worst part of all of this was the CGI blood spray. Nothing stays on his shirt, and because none of the blood is real, and they don't even try to fucking pretend the blood is real, and. Everyone runs instead of rushing this guy while his only weapon is occupied in Ty's throat. This would be the one time where you could grab him by the arm, pull him down on the floor, and pile on this fucker. But no, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. And speaking of fuck this, I've got a bunch of what the fucks. So let's start going through them. Um... No cover on that massive night in your nightstand? What if you go for a bookmark? Say goodbye to your finger makes a great bookmark. <laughs> um, you're, like the, you're like the laziest PSA. <laughs> yeah, really, eh? Um, always, sheath your knife, always sheath your nightstand knives. We go from, I'm going to scream at you to girl advice with no transition? <laughs> Quote, unquote, no, I don't want to dance. Have you seen my people dance? Uh, that was like the uh, one time it showed some racial awareness. Ooh. In, uh, in between cornrows and Jack Black with dreads. Uh, the ba- Brandy basically shoving another man down this girl's throat at all times. Uh, pretty fucked up. Not cool for a friend. Um, fake Jamaican accent on the Bahamian Island. Hilarious, but kind of what the fuck. Definitely. Uh, Brandy wearing super shoes that are stab proof somehow. Kind of weird. Um, this mystery super hook can go through all types of bodies and clothing and, you know, wood and walls, but never Brandy's get, shoes? Never, oh, can't get through a Nike. And it never gets snagged. It's not like he slash and then like. <clears throat> yeah. He yeah, never exactly. fights it. Yep. Uh, next, why toss the best weapon you've had so far when Will tosses the axe over? Of course, we then learn what we learned, that he's, you know, doing that for a reason. But, I mean, they don't even show Jennifer Love Hewitt being super pissed off about that, or let alone anybody. Why is nobody pissed off that the dude just got rid of the only good weapon they've had through this whole fucking movie? Uh, well, pretty dumb. That's because Will's already established himself as a fucking imbecile. So oh, fair enough. And now it's now it's within his quote character. Yeah, uh, I love the uh, the quote about uh, marginally trained seasonal staff. That was fucking hilarious. And like, oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> if you need anything, our marginally trained seasonal staff will be there to help you. So great. Well, uh, why he does is have, Will- he does have Derek the dog hand and Jack Black? So. Those are not the guys that you have on the front lines during the good season. That's true. Why is Will surprising her? How the fuck did he set the surprise up when they left first? Uh, That was kind of a fucked up moment when he left the note that just said surprise. And then he snuck up behind her with some wine and shit because like, like she stormed off in a huff. So, and And there's no romantic chemistry up until this point. No, they just none. have like a high, like, like, yeah, they're barely friends. Yes, and exactly. This is where, with no prompting, he decides, 
Oh, I was thinking. I'm going to get her drunk. Vase and whiskey or whatever. Yeah, that was that was pretty pretty weird. Uh, next, why does uh, Prince have an armband if he was in the bed? Where did he get it? How did he get it? And who put it on? The hospital. Um, no, but why would he was in the bed? They you wouldn't have that if you were laying down. They would have something else, right? That's that's the type of armband you put on when somebody is leaving. And he jumped out the window. So where did he get it from? <laughs> he got it from the window receptionist. Apparently. This just seemed kind of weird. Uh, how did Titus come out of the water with a joint that worked? I need to know. Teach me, master. <laughs> when you wrap it really tight, not even the water can get in. Apparently. Good Lord. Uh, the bad guy doing some, um, or the bag guy doing some voodoo shit. Trying to figure out how to rob a museum in the United States, maybe? Huh? 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 Come uh, on. Um, how to take the? Uh, how did the killer pay for this trip for four? And Brasilia is the capital. Uh, it was just a great reveal moment, but like it just makes no like. Why would you pay for all this just to kill her? Why? Why wouldn't you just? kill them in the in the states yeah, like why you know, go to such a big expense yeah because here's the big fucking thing if you know where they are you just have to get in good with brandy because you know she wants she would basically be like unbuttoning will's fly and then pushing his ass directly into jenny love's face to be like get on this booty get on this booty girl so yeah, you just something. have to wait until she does that or gives you a key so that you can sneak in and put some chocolates and flowers by her bed. And then you just bring in a knife and then you just stab the bitch while she's sleeping. This sounds very well planned. It would... Michael King. It would sound... I'm not saying I know how to kill white girls. <laughs> I don't have experience with it. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> um... My my next what the fuck is um how did Freddie Prince Jr. get on a plane and pass through two sets of customs with an illegal gun? It just makes no sense to me. Um, I guess maybe back in well, he, how else would he get to the Bahamas from the United States on boat? Yeah, that would have taken like days or weeks. We don't know how long he was at sea. It doesn't. The, the the other people definitely weren't at sea because they definitely took a plane. Because and they eventually was took fucking, a boat because we see Tyrell barfing off one. Yeah, I know. They had to take a plane to a big island and then a boat from the big island to the little island. He works on the dock, no, so he could just take like a. Big do you not boat. know how like these things work? Like, dude, trust me. I've I've been on vacations like this before. That's how it works. You take a plane to the big island, and then the big island you have to take something smaller. You know, it's to not get like an empty place. void. It's it's called the ocean. You can take a boat. Yes, I know that. But a plane, if the if the uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt took a plane, right, they're going to get there in, you know, 12 hours, give we or take. Don't, you know? Look, this could be like Pulp Fiction. We don't know how long he's been doing this. That's fu- okay. Th- but, but my point is, if they left, right, on a plane, and they've been gone for 12 to 24 hours to get to this place, there is no way in hell... That Buddy gets there in less than like five six days, and he left like that the, the like a the day or two after. Dude, like the timeline does not fuck fucking work for him to take a boat. But how the fuck? It just makes no sense to me how the fuck he got through love two sets of, of put, love gave him wings. Yeah. Anyway, uh, why would Prince wait until he is at the secluded island? You guys, in Freddy the middle Prince, of the storm. It sounds like you're you're sounding like you put Prince in this movie. <laughs> I know. Which would be uh, great. Why, well, why would he wait until he's at the secluded island in the middle of a massive storm to call for help instead of doing it at the docks before he's heading out or while leaving the place where he stole the boat so that he knows he's going to get a good signal because the, that island has a population. Um, that was really done. Also, uh, the that final also scene... That one radio. No, no, no. That's the secluded island. Yes, the the island that he stole the... Uh, boat from was the main island so that island has many radios because it's the big island where the airport is we don't know how thorough the fisherman was what you're just no never fuck off you don't understand logic clearly last one 
for all we know, the big island has got like everybody dead except for the one guy who runs the boats. Oh my god, you're so ridiculous. Uh, last one. Uh, in the final scene, why the fuck is Jennifer Love Hewitt suddenly dressed like a soccer mom? And whose fucking house is this? And why is it for fucking sale? Did they just buy it? If so, why does it still say for sale? Are they selling it? If they are, where the fuck did they get it? Like, what is going on? Why is she dressed like a soccer mom? Has she already given birth? Did you get married? What's happening? Remember when two people could just afford a house? Yeah, well, exactly. That's why I'm like, this doesn't make fucking sense. It just is is ridiculous. Anyway, um, that's my final what the fuck. This movie was full of like just weird, fucked up nonsense. Nothing made fucking sense. Um, but honestly, I would still give it two two stabbings out of five. We didn't even get to the kill yet, so fuck your rating. Oh, so, oh okay. Now we take it to the kill of the week. And my kill is Will getting hooked on a feeling. He was a prick and he got what he deserved for being a daddy's boy. Yep. I, I have to nominate uh, Titus personally. Um, that was pretty great. He was, you know, just Jack Black dying in a fucking horror movie. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Too bad, like, he gets injured on screen but killed off screen. Or at least we see, like, the hedge clippers gum down, but we don't see them, like, going to his, like... Any yeah, body parts or yeah, anything, because yeah. that would require spending money on prosthetics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, other than the, the hand they already spent money on. But yeah. Which also was bleeding way too much for like a hand stab. Consi- yeah. Considering know. that it had a hook jammed in it and, you know. He didn't pull it out or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's acting mm-hmm. like a cork. Anyways. Yeah. So my rating is one magic T-1000 hook out of five. Fuck you. I was about to say that. I swear to God, I was about to say that. <laughs> I was like, well, I got to change up my rating now. Because they at least figured out Brasilia was the real capital. And they taught some people in the audience a bit of geography. Including uh, J- me. Yep. J-Love's boobs could not save this movie. Brandy. Well, she didn't have many curves, but they didn't even try to show them that much. And R.I.P. Ty. May you get some bitches in heaven because you sure didn't get any here and you deserve better. Uh, yeah, I, I would also, uh, again, give it uh, two out of five hooks. Um, I, I liked it more than you did. Uh, I thought it was kind of fun-ish, even though it was stupid as fuck. Um, but it was, you know, like a, a lame slasher film. So, you know, it reminded me a little bit of Club Dread as well, uh, just because of the island setting, I find. Yeah, but that movie was funny. Yes, yes, it was. No, it w- it was just fun. In general, too. <laughs> Unlike for, the next movie we're going to do. <laughs> hey? Next one. Fuck, you think this is bad, Mike? Wait till I'll always know what you did last summer. Oh, not even a sequel because it doesn't have, because it's not about this story. Nope. It's a complete spinoff with uh, the same premise and it just a completely different set of characters and murderers and protagonists and antagonizing is so it's a remake but it pretends to be a threequel yeah it's yeah <sighs> weird yep it came out during the uh uh the mid 2000s when everybody was coming out with those weird uh, like straight to dvd releases uh, you know when american pie had like 18 different movies um and yeah, uh college fun. national naked, lampoon naked came back and started doing stuff and Eugene broken Levy lizard makes pies. yeah exactly um so that will be interesting so next time on the graveyard shift with mike and rich or at least special edition with mike and rich <laughs> you're really gonna you've seen the trajectory this is taking somehow we're gonna have like a negative we're gonna have like a sub-zero rating for this movie I don't even I, I may have to put a moratorium on this and just like no but then how are we going to get to the how are we going to get to this the television series fuck we haven't re- television series will get di- they get on Patreon not on this no no just the first episode just the pilot the- 
All right. And thank you very much for joining us on the Graveyard Shift. As always, he's Mike King. I'm Richard. We'll see you next time. Bye. Send help. The Graveyard Shift is a Strange Biscuits production. Visit our website at strangebiscuits.com slash graveyardshift to hear all of our previous episodes. Subscribe to us, rate, and review us on CastBox, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and Spotify. And don't forget to check out our Instagram at The Graveyard Shift Pod, as well as our Facebook at The Graveyard Shift Pod. Our Twitter is GS underscore Horror Pod. And if you wish to support the show financially, visit us at patreon.com slash graveyard. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help support the show and get bonus content. The theme for The Graveyard Shift is As Brutal As It Ever Was by Technoaxe. Visit their website at technoaxe.com and their YouTube channel for more royalty-free music. Thank you for listening, and as always, stay spooky. Ha 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 